Hello, this is the audio version of the Better Strangers Book Recs for Monday, July 3rd. Uh, it's read and written by me, Matt Hirschberger. The title is How to Be a Stoic. Um, some philosophies are just built for dealing with chaos. Our mindset is a huge factor in helping us survive chaotic times. People who have trouble with change just don't do well in moments of upheaval, whereas people who are flexible and adaptable tend to roll with the punches a little bit better. It's forgivable that most of us fall into the former camp. Our lives have been lived in an era of almost unprecedented stability and material wealth. Major seismic societal change is barely in living memory, as the so-called greatest generation that survived the Depression and World War II slowly dies out. Moreover, modern humans are dealing with truly epidemic levels of trauma, and, as discussed with last week's book recs, The the Body Keeps the Score, trauma inhibits our ability to creatively adapt to changing and challenging situations. But given just how quickly things are becoming more chaotic, it would behoove us to fill our philosophical toolkit with ideas, systems, and methods for coping with change in an adaptive, composed way. Fortunately for us, but not those who live who who've but not for those who lived them, history has no shortage of had had history has had no shortage of chaotic eras, and there has been no shortage of ideas and schools of thought that have taught that have taught how to take the chaos in stride. Sorry, guys, I'm having trouble reading today. I'm hoping to cover a number of these in this blog over time. At the very least, I'll be touching on Taoism, Stoicism, Buddhism, Discordianism, witchcraft, and, if I'm feeling generous, some of the more radical and or contemplative branches of Christianity. But today, let's dive into Stoicism by looking at the book How to Be a Stoic by Massimo Piclucci. Stoicism as a philosophy is wildly misunderstood by the general public. Because Stoics are traditionally calm in the face of chaos and adversity, it's it's come to be conflated with the idea of being stone-faced, shut off, or having a stiff upper lip. Stoicism, to be clear, is not any of these things. The philosophy arose in ancient Greece in response to the teachings of Socrates. Many people complained that philosophers spent too much time discussing ideas and not enough time developing practical applications for them. Stoicism was a response to that in that it remained a fairly simple philosophy with a set of practical practices that made life much easier to bear. Baglucci's book is a breakdown of the philosophy for the common reader. The author himself is a practicing Stoic as well as a philosopher at the academic level, but he believes that Stoicism should not be confined to the halls of academia. His book is an attempt to make the philosophy clear and easy to use. At its most simple, Stoicism is about understanding control. Stoics have divided the world into things we can control and things we can't. You can't control if someone chooses to burn down your house, for example, but you can control your response towards the event. The philosophy is fairly well summed up in the Alcoholics Anonymous prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Stoics believe that regret is a fairly useless emotion because things that have already happened are things we can't change. Instead, they advocate learning from our past and changing our responses in the future in changing our responses in the future to something we'd be more proud of. They also emphasize that everything is impermanent and we should not attach ourselves to the idea that we'll have anything forever. This is a good practice when you break something of value, say a plate that was passed down from a grandparent or a video game console, but it is even more important when applied to the humans you love. Piglucci suggests when you kiss your spouse, parent, or child that you think to yourself, I am kissing a mortal. While this type of utterance sounds pretty fucking heavy on its face, in a practical sense, it reminds you that that you get this here and now to enjoy, and you are not guaranteed anything else. If you accept that, you'll appreciate your current moment a whole lot more. On dealing with ignorance and cruelty, the Stoics believe that all evil acts come from ignorance, not just from not ju- not from a person just naturally being evil. They use two different words for the concept of ignorance: agnoia, which literally translates to not knowing, and dematia, which translates to not learning. 
In your debates with people you disagree with, this distinction is important. Do they disagree with you because they just don't know the information that you do? If so, great. You can teach them. But if they are unwilling to learn, your problem has nothing to do with just supplying them with the right facts. It has to do with why they are resistant to learning a new thing. And the reasons for that likely have nothing to do with the argument you're engaged in. They likely, once again, have something to do with trauma. Uh, body Body keeps the score popping in again. The Stoics also emphasize that you cannot control the way anyone else treats you. You can ask them, and if they respect you, they will hopefully oblige. But that is ultimately out of your control. And whenever something is out of your control, the Stoics say, let it go. Stoicism as a philosophy has helped people get through pretty horrific ordeals, from concentration camps to torture to POW camps. It emphasizes the importance of maintaining your integrity in these situations, while accepting the the fact that that you alone aren't the sole master of your fate. Seriously, I am not capable of stringing words together this morning. Sorry, guys. Practical philosophy. The Stoics understood that that for a philosophy to be practical, it has to become a practice, something that you learn to do through repetition and make into a reflexive response. They fortunately offer a number of techniques for how to do this. They are what you'd expect, deep breathing, making a habit of reflecting on your day, reminding yourself of your your impermanence and your lack of control, and Piglucci goes into them in far more detail. Fortunately for for us, there's an enormous amount of resources on the topic, including the Daily Stoic podcast and a whole subgenre of TikTok videos. A word of warning if you go down that rabbit hole, this is the favorite philosophy of bullshitty Silicon Valley entrepreneur bros like Tim Ferriss. So there will be a lot out there that has a slant. It is also, per Piglucci, a misunderstanding of Stoicism to suggest that one should be disengaged from politics if one wishes to be a Stoic. You can be political and Stoic about bad things that happen in the world around you. You You just have to have an understanding of what you can influence and what you can't. That is it for today. Uh, I'm going to be doing a rerun of my all-time favorite article on uh, Wednesday, the Chumble Wumble one, uh, because uh, that's uh, uh, my family does a big Fourth of July thing. Not a big patriotic America guy, but I do like barbecues and pools. So uh, I'm not going to write anything for next week. I'm just going to give you Chumble Wumba because Chumble Wumba is fucking great and everyone needs to know it. I hope you guys have a um, lovely holiday, and I'll talk to you soon.